Hello everyone, welcome to the Zephyr Carmelite Evangelization Campaign. Today we are going to read question 134 from the Compendium of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. How will the coming of the Lord in glory happen? After the final cosmic upheaval of this passing world, the glorious coming of Christ will ha take place. There will come the definitive triumph of God in the parousia and the last judgment. Thus the kingdom of God will be realized. So for my personal reflection today, this particular question is discussing the final coming of Christ. And there has been many books written, many movies taken around this topic of the end of time. And in uh, short, I'd like to um, make a distinction between end of time versus end times. So immediately after Jesus' coming, his incarnation, his passion, his death, his resurrection, and his ascension, we are already in the end times, the end of the ages, because, uh, you know, that is um, where the Messiah comes and salvation is preached to all. But the end of time really refers to the um, end of time and the end of space and this earth as we know it uh, and the beginning of the transformed new earth and new heaven. And there's going to be certain signs that precedes the end of time and Jesus talks about that in Matthew chapter 24. A few things that would um, precede the end of time has been discussed in many books. Uh, in fact, I uh, have written a book called Heaven is in My Heart, which is available on Barnes & Noble. And there is a chapter where I talk in detail about the Re book of Revelation. And there I've discussed many of these things in, in detail. Also, there is this book that was written by Father Charles Armijan, who is a French priest from the 1800s. And the book is uh, The End of the Present World and the Mysteries of the Future Life. And this book has many uh, discussions and many uh, references to early church fathers and saints, including St. Augustine and St. Um, Thomas Aquinas, on the signs preceding the end of time and the characteristics of the Antichrist. In fact, St. Therese of Lisieux, the Carmelite saint, um, this is what she said after reading this book. Reading this book was one of the greatest graces of my life. So uh, I would highly recommend reading this book to get a better understanding. Um, but we do know that before the end of time, there will be a huge cosmic upheaval. So the cosmic upheaval will not be natural things that have happened over the course of the history of this earth, um, over the times that, you know, the, until now, but it will be something unheard of. It will be signs in the sky and on the earth as has never happened before. And there would be wars and famines like it has never ha occurred before. So it will be very similar to what happened um, in the uh, before the destruction of uh, Jerusalem and the, the temple in the 70 AD, but in a proportion that has never happened in the history of the world as we know it before. 
and uh, also another sign that needs to proceed before the end of the time is that the gospel needs to be preached to all the known parts of the world and we know that until the 1500s um the americas were not discussed and the gospel had not been preached to the americas until after the 1500s and when christopher columbus discovered the americas and also that um there will be tremendous persecution of christians and we know that in the last centuries uh, in the two, uh, in the uh, 20th century and also in the 21st century there's been more intense persecution of christians than all and has as has never happened since uh, the early christians of the f- f- uh, first few centuries of our uh, of our faith so also the another sign that would have uh, would proceed um is the creation of the jewish nation which we know happened in 1948 um in the time when uh, this book was written uh, by father charles in the 1800s there was definitely no uh, sign of anything like that that was going to happen um and there have been many many saints who have written about the recreation of the jewish nation and now we know it it has uh, come about uh and the re- gathering of the jewish people in the J- jewish nation is happening and is happening to higher proportions than anyone would have imagined even a century ago and also we believe that there will be a final acceptance after all the gentile numbers have reached um Uh, and a recognition of the messiah that finally the the people of the jewish faith will also recognize jesus as their messiah and there will be a short time during the persecution of the antichrist the appearance of the antichrist will happen when the holy sacrifice of the mass could be potentially possibly halted for a period of time when the persecution is very strong and uh, after the defeat of the antichrist there will still be cr- people who have um stayed faithful and uh, there would be many people who would leave the faith it's a, called the great apostasy but there will remain a few people who will remain faithful and uh, the sacrifice of the holy mass will resume and there will be peace uh, after after the defeat of the antichrist so these are some of the signs that would precede the end of time and when jesus refers to the destruction of the temple and jerusalem in uh, matthew chapter 24 he was also referring to his own body and we believe that uh, you know we are the body of christ so we will suffer much like jesus did before his crucifixion his death um and we know that the destruction um of the temple and the destruction of jerusalem was a microcosm of how the world as we know it is also going to end uh that is something that many biblical scholars and saints have and early church church fathers have uh, written about and preached about so at this point i'd like to um read a few s- paragraphs from uh the book uh by father charles on the antichrist 
so the first thing he says antichrist he will be an emperor and an absolute master of the universe secondly he will have jerusalem as his capital thirdly he will be as clever as he is violent and the war he will wage against the saints will be primarily one of deceit and seduction so first the antichrist will be the lord of the world and so he will be able to transmit orders from one point of the universe to the other with the instantaneousness of thought so this is something that is in the book that was written in the 1800s and then um he will be seated his empire will be in jerusalem however we would know that he would be not a man of god so even though he will be of a jewish background he will not be a follower of his faith he will actually be uh, a person who persecutes people of all faiths uh, christians muslims jews hindus he would not be a supporter of any faith he would be more a hater of god um even though he would be uh you know initially uh the jewish people would mistakenly think that he is a messiah later on they would be persecuted by him just like he would persecute the christians and all the other people of other faith so uh the persecution will be general and will extend over the whole earth and uh in fact uh, the second thing would be the persecution will be the most severe and violent and um it will no longer be possible to accord even a modified and corrupted adoration to any divinity and thirdly the book says that the antichrist will convince the jew that he is messiah in order to deceive them the most successfully he will hide behind a mask of moderation and feigned holiness and saint paul tells us that he will have himself worshiped in the temple of god he seems to imply that he will rebuild the temple of jerusalem utterly destroyed by titus consequently he will prescribe circumcision and for a time restore the bloody sacrifices and the other rites of the judaic religion and then he the antichrist will fill all men with admiration by his genius and by the amazing rapidity of his elevation to the height of fortune and omnipotence again saint thomas aquinas says that just as how christ worked miracles in confirmation of his doctrine so also the man of sin will work false miracles in confirmation of his errors and just as a true christ worked wonders by the power of god the author of all truth so that his adversary will work as we have indicated above by the power of satan the father of fraud and lies the antichrist will work his miracles so he would appear to transcend the laws of nature um but they will not be miracles in the true sense but effects and phenomena of the physical order performed through the intermediary of certain secret hidden and natural causes and finally the persecution of the antichrist will be the bloodiest and most barbarous of all those which christianity has ever suffered and 
there will be finally an apostasy of Christian faith which will exceed all that has been seen in previous time. And it says that it would not be correct to conclude from this testimony that there will be none of the elect left on earth because the Son of God has promised that his church will prevail. So there will be some people who will remain faithful and the beast will be worshipped by those who dwell upon the earth whose names are not written in the book of life. And also St. Augustine tells us that in the reign of the Antichrist there will be multitudes of martyrs who will display a heroic constancy and also a number more or less large of confessors who will manage to escape into caves and high or sheer mountains and God will see to it that these sanctuaries shall elude the vigilance and investigations of the persecutors and will not permit the devil to point them out to them. So we know that there will be persecution, but there will also be tremendous amount of grace that God will give us to persevere during this persecution that would come upon people of faith and we know that the antichrist will monopolize the economy and without being part of his network one will not be able to buy or sell or do any work initially he will come as a peacemaker uh, but eventually he will reveal his true nature which is basically uh, uh, required that people worship him and submit to his authority and to his ideals and to abandon faith in God irrespective of religion. And uh, in fact, uh, he could be from uh, one of the tribes uh, that is not mentioned in the book of Revelation in chapter 7 um, when, uh, when um, St. John says that the number of those who had been marked with the seal, 144,000, were from every tribe of the Israelites, but he does not mention the tribe of Dan. And we know that uh, Dan is called a snake by Jacob in the Old Testament when he is blessing his children on his deathbed. And also in the book of Genesis, Dan is referred to as a snake. And so we, we could speculate that the Antichrist will be from this tribe. But as we just... Um, read from this book he's not going to be a faithful jew you know he's going to be from that origin but he's going to persecute people of all faith and all religion and he would want everybody to worship him so we know that the antichrist will be defeated and after the defeat of antichrist there will be some peace uh, on this earth for the church and for all people and then the end will come after all that. So I know today's session was kind of long, but there's so much to discuss. I would highly recommend that people uh, do some research on their own and possibly read this book by Father Charles Armijan, The End of the Present World and the Mysteries of the Future Life. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a blessed day.